about it right now. Everything's okay. No matter where you find yourself, no matter what kind of stuff is going on in your life, underneath it all, everything's actually all right. You're okay. You have more power than you like to give yourself credit for. Going on in your life right now that's challenging, painful. It's just a reminder to take a little bit better care of yourself. You can have this feeling anytime you choose. Howdy and Namaste, everyone. My name is Pat Sahani, and welcome to the Karma Yogi podcast, where we discuss how to attract extraordinary success and become a better version of ourselves every day. Let's jump into today's question. Is less truly more? Yes, I firmly believe that less can be more. Let me elaborate. The modern movement of minimalism has deep roots in history. I personally believe this lifestyle choice can immensely benefit us in these times of information overload and advertisement-filled environments and help us stay grounded and focused. We spend all our lives in the pursuit of more, and that's how we get trained in the society we live in. We bring so many things in our life that we hardly need, thinking they will bring us a coherent sense of stability and happiness in our lives. But if we choose to live mindfully and intentionally, there is an alternate way we can live our lives, living a simple life with less. Minimalism is not deprivation, but it's about making a conscious decision to spend our time, attention and energy towards things that matter the most to us. Minimalists follow the simple equation, less stuff equals more life. Here are some reasons why less is truly more. Number 1. More time and energy. The less we own, the less time and energy we spend on managing our stuff. We get more time and energy to do things that matter the most to us. Number 2. more focus a cluttered home is also a symptom of a cluttered mind with less visual clutter and more empty space our mind gets less overwhelmed with a relaxed mind we are able to focus better and attain a flow state easily number 3 more calm the more clutter we have the easier it becomes to lose things and forget the important ones also the more we have the more we need to pay for the hidden maintenance costs that come with them stuff adds more stress to our lives as we need to constantly work towards managing organizing and cleaning them leaving us worried and frustrated owning less basically translates to eliminating things that make us feel stressed anxious and overwhelmed isn't it worth it number 4 more space With less stuff, we are able to get back the compromised space in our rooms, closets and basements. With empty spaces, we are able to quote unquote breathe. Instead of succumbing ourselves to an invisible for claustrophobic environment, we start to realize that we have more than enough space to live a happy life. We are able to finally relieve ourselves of the need to get a bigger home, bigger rooms, bigger closets and more storage space. Number 5 more freedom when we let go of stuff we let go of the baggage that was previously anchoring us down we become free mentally physically and spiritually 
we get more time, space and money and we can do whatever we want with them. We get the freedom to live the way we want to live instead of living the way we have to because of being weighed down by stuff, obligations and misaligned commitments. Number 6. More flexibility. With freedom also comes flexibility. Instead of working for long hours, we can shorten our work hours and spend more quality time with our partner or our children. We can work on projects that truly align with us and add immense value to other people's lives with a flexibility that we don't get in a regular job. Number 7, more clarity. Minimalism helps us get rid of excess and a great side benefit of this is that we uncover our core values in this process. To paraphrase the minimalists, our short-term actions start aligning with our long-term values. We get a better understanding of our identity and we discover what activities, commitments, friendships and relationships add value to our lives. We decipher what we truly enjoy and what matters to us the most. Number 8. More tidiness. The less we own, the less we need to put away, organize and clean. With less things, we also end up avoiding the mess those things would have created. With less stuff around, cleaning and tidying up becomes faster and easier as we spend less time and effort in dusting, mopping, vacuuming, etc. Number 9. More efficiency and productivity. With less things around vying for our attention and with better organization, the speed with which we do our tasks and household chores increases drastically. We spend less time and still finish all the work efficiently. Our productivity skyrockets. Number 10. More self-worth. We realize that what we own doesn't determine our identity and our character. We begin to understand that our words and actions communicate to the world what kind of person we are, not our stuff. What we own or do not own has no correlation with who we truly are. We become cognizant of the truth that our self-worth is intrinsic and cannot be measured by our material possessions. When we cut the cord between our perception of self-worth and the stuff we own, we give ourselves the opportunity to become confident in who we are and cultivate self-reliance. Number 11. More gratitude. When we start living with less, we become more appreciative of the things that we already have in our homes and our lives. Everything that we have adds value to our life in one way or the other and we feel contented. When we become aware that we have that what we have is enough for us, we are able to cultivate a deeper sense of gratitude. Number 12, more contribution. Giving away our non-essentials can sometimes contribute to the betterment to the betterment of someone else's life. Our junk can be someone's treasure. Our stuff finds a better home and is able to again add value to someone else's life. Also, we are able to direct some of the money that we save from buying less towards charity or supporting a worthy cause. Last but not the least, when we consume and buy less, we make the world a better place by reducing our environmental footprint. Owning less has a direct impact on minimizing pollution. When we focus on quality and multifunctionality rather than quantity, we end up buying high quality items from reliable sometimes environmental friendly stores that last longer meaning we add less to the landfill overall lowering our negative impact on the environment number 
more quality in our relationships. With less stuff to distract us and more time and energy, we gift ourselves the opportunity to focus more on our family, friendships and relationships that are most important to us. We have more time to spend with our partner, play with our kids and or meet a friend at the coffee shop. We also become more open and comfortable with inviting friends and loved ones to our place as there is less tidiness and upkeep required. Our home becomes a soothing haven to nurture and develop our friendships and relationships. As an outcome, they deepen and flourish with time. Number 14, more happiness. When we adopt a minimalist lifestyle, we learn to ask the right questions. Sure, it starts with asking questions about the stuff we have in our homes, but then we get on a trail of asking better and deeper questions. What is truly important to me? What kind of work brings me more meaning and fulfillment? What things and activities help me experience long-lasting joy? When we ask these questions, we are able to attain better alignment in all areas of our lives. We understand that happiness doesn't come from our belongings, but it comes from our experiences. We realize that we have been tricked by society and advertisements that we need to seek happiness through things, but in reality, it was within us all the time. We just had to access it. Along with physical baggage with minimalism, we are also able to get rid of our mental and emotional baggage and thus open the gateways of happiness for us. As Henry Van Dyke points out, Happiness is interior, not exterior. Therefore, it does not depend on what we have, but on what we are. Number 15. More money. When we embrace minimalism and own less, we also tend to spend less money. And whenever we buy, we do it intentionally, having put a lot of thought behind our purchase. We build rules around our spending so that we spend only on our needs and not on luxuries and non-essential items that don't align with our way of life. We buy because we need something and see it having a purpose and meaning in our lives, not because it is cheap or for sale. As a benefit of minimalist living, we are able to save money that we can direct towards things that fulfill us, such as traveling or cultivating our passion. Also, we are able to direct money towards building investments and assets that can help us build a better and richer future for ourselves. Now it's time for the gratitude attitude segment. This week I started watching Tidying Up with Marie Kondo on Netflix and I have really enjoyed it so far. I'm immensely grateful for it and would like to thank its creators. Here's a brief description of the show. When people lead busy lives, their homes sometimes become cluttered with things piling up over time. In this series, renowned tidying expert Marie Kondo tries to help folks declutter their homes and their lives. Whether she's helping a harried couple with young children become more organized or showing a retired couple how to reclaim their space, Kondo assists her clients in clearing out the clutter and choosing joy in a series of inspiring home makeovers. If you are a fan of the KonMari method or just curious about it, I highly recommend watching this show. I haven't finished it. I'm almost at the halfway point. But as I'm watching it, I'm truly understanding that tidying up can have a life-changing cha- life impact indeed. Plus, I'm starting to realize how tidying up and getting things organized in the house can significantly improve your relationship with your partner, your kids, and other family members. 
I enjoyed reading Marie Kondo's book The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up a few years back and although I learned some lessons I didn't translate them in an effective way in my life I just couldn't accomplish decluttering and tidying up via the KonMari method uh, I got stuck in the papers category unfortunately <clears throat> and couldn't get rid of the sentimental items efficiently uh, but I think this show is on another level and seeing the improvements in people's lives visually I think I'm going to give a go to the KonMari method again. One key lesson that I would like to share with you from my minimalist and tidying up journey so far is that it's always best to make tidying up an event. Even if it lasts long, I'm talking about weeks or even months, it's best to get things in order once and for all. It's truly something that we need to plunge in. Once we have our house in order, then we can take the daily route that is decluttering and organizing on a day-to-day basis but initially it's best to simply dump all the junk that you have accumulated over time and get all the things that add value to you or in Marie Kondo's words spark joy in you organized and easily accessible to you this brings this minimalism themed episode to an end before i bring to a close i would re- i would like to read a quote by Joshua Becker Minimalism is the intentional promotion of the things we most value and the removal of anything that distracts us from it. I'm excited to announce that my new ebook in the Meditations for the Learning Mind book series will be releasing on August 15 everywhere where great books are sold. The subject of this book is you guess it, minimalism. I'm really excited about this book. It has 21 daily meditations from the best books on minimalism, decluttering and tidying about there. So whether you are a beginner or an advanced minimalist, I can confidently say that you'll get tons of value from this book. If you would like to ask me a question or have any comments or suggestions, write an email or send a voice memo to podcast@karmayogi.blog. Lastly, if you want even more helpful tips to create an extraordinary life, and become a better version of yourself every day plus some personal insights and updates from me that I only share in email come over to the karmayogi.blog and make sure you sign up for my email newsletter focus on your actions and let go of the outcomes because success is a journey not a destination and we need to keep working towards it every single day thank you so much for your time and attention and i'll talk to you soon bye